Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board at the start of a new week. It is Monday, June 6th. Michael Beller, Kevin Kurz, Dom Lucision here with you to walk through what is going on in the NHL playoffs. And what's going on in the NHL playoffs? Well, Monday night, we potentially have a sweep happening in the Western Conference where the Avalanche are up 3-0 on the Oilers. And then in the Eastern Conference, Tampa Bay getting on the board over the weekend. Uh, 2-1 series lead for the Rangers as they get ready for Game 4 on Tuesday night. Dom, what's going on, man? We're hoping for uh, something of a sweep tonight. Uh, I am. I got <laughs> uh, Colorado to sweep uh, before the series started, and I am really hoping they take care of business here and get jump it, get it done in the exact amount uh, I was hoping for. Yeah, right. There we go. That would be uh, very beautiful. It'd be a nice little payoff there. And Kevin, this was something you uh, played on our show. It's probably about a week ago that game one took place between these two teams and one of your plays that day. The Avs to win game one and the Avs to win the series. So obviously game one, check. And the series is looking awfully comfortable, even if Dom is crestfallen later tonight and they don't pull <laughs> off a sweep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty inevitable, I think, at this point that Colorado is going to move on. They're the better team. Um, and, you know, if you look at game three, Edmonton played fine. They played well. They really outchanced them and they still weren't able to come away with the victory. And I just, you know, I don't see them being able to put forth that same exact game in game four. So I think they're toast tonight, the Oilers. And, uh, you know, Dom's looking pretty good, now, too. Well, let's get into that game. Let's uh, How toast exactly are the Oilers? Are they toast enough? That minus 135 on the Avalanche money line is interesting to you, Kevin, because that's exactly what the price is there. The Oilers on the other side, if you are interested in them extending this series and getting this at least to a five-gamer, they are plus 110 on the money line. We're looking at a total of seven goals in this game, and I can throw out some spread lines for you. The puck line, Avalanche minus one and a half is plus 170. The Oilers plus plus one and a half, probably not going to play that. But just for the sake of rounding out the circle, that is minus 200. So, Kevin, we'll start with you on this one. Anything you find interesting about this game? And, yeah, you know, extend what your thoughts on that game three effort that we saw from Edmonton and just what you're expecting to see take place tonight. Yeah, I'd be comfortable um, putting some down on the avalanche just because, you know, when, of the two game fours, I think that's certainly mm-hmm. the more attractive one. Um you know, Edmonton came out strong at home, as we kind of figured they would, and, and that's why I stayed away from that game three. But, you know, Edmonton is going to be missing at Vander Kane. Uh, I believe he's still leading the NHL in playoff goals. He's going to be suspended, so that's going to hurt. Um, and I just don't see Colorado getting outplayed consecutive games like they did in game three. I just think they're too good. And there was such a big focus on goaltending when Darcy Kemper went out, Pavel Francouz has been fine. He's got a 920 save percentage. 
in the playoffs so far this uh, this season through five games, 2.37 goals against average. And Mike Smith has made some spectacular saves, but at the same time, he's also letting in some weak ones. And you just can't do that against this Colorado team. So I think the sense tonight, I think uh, Edmonton will not have to fly to Vancouver and then bus to Seattle and fly or whatever the <laughs> hell they were doing and, and, and able to, in order to get across the border. I don't think they're going to need to make that trip. I think this one's going to end tonight, and uh, the Colorado Avalanche will be the Western Conference. Yeah, I am hoping for that, and I tend to agree, but I think there is a non-zero chance that the Oilers extend this for one more game, and I mean, a part of me kind of hopes so, because I don't think this series has really lived up to the hype outside of maybe the first game, and I guess the third game was pretty good, but I just... I don't know, I expected a bit more action. I expected uh, McDavid and McKinnon to be a bit more prominent, and hopefully you get that in Game 4 and maybe a Game 5, but I'm I'm at a crossroads here because I do have an edge on the Oilers tonight, and I'm wondering whether I should bet on that or just pray for the series, but Colorado is pretty banged up. They don't have Nazem Kadri. Andre Burkowski is injured. Uh, as, much as, as good as Francois has been, I think... Darcy Kemper is still the guy you want, and I have Oilers minus 104, and I don't want to play it because I would be better off just getting the sweep, but uh, for those who aren't as invested, it might be a worthwhile play because, as Kevin said, they did play well in Game 3, and Mike Smith, as chaotic as he is, he can make big saves, and he has the potential for a bounce-back performance and not let in two of the worst goals I've seen uh, since the last Mike Smith goal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think Edmonton's uh, an interesting play here at the, their current price, but I personally am not playing it. Yeah, that's something I was, I was going to go in that direction, so you beat me to it, right? Uh, you, not not in the cards for what you already have on the table, but uh, maybe an interesting play for someone who wasn't already invested in Avalanche for the series, Avalanche for a sweep, all those good things with the Oilers sitting at plus 105. I actually have a, a, a sort of off-topic question for you guys here. Have you heard the term gentleman sweep before? Yeah. Yeah, it's when you win I game haven't. one and then lose the next four. Uh, Washington did it last year to the, to the <laughs> Bruins. So the way the way that I'm familiar with it is sort of the re- actually the reverse of that time. It's uh, you win you win the first three like sort of the Avalanche are in position to do it. You win three, uh, then you let a team not let, but you know for the sake of making this fun, you let a team get a game at home, and then you end it out in game five. You, you know, it's it's, a, it's a, basically it was a sweep, but it was done in gentlemanly fashion. Mm-hmm. And and so maybe it's a, it's a, it's a very popular term in uh, the basketball uh, world something we talk about a lot in the NBA but uh, just curious if uh, if that was something that had made it over to the ice as well because we could be looking at a gentleman sweep here with the Avalanche and the Oilers a sweep a gentleman sweep something like that well I, I don't think they're really uh, too worried about yeah, acting that's, like gentlemen after that's a very yeah, that's a very good point fair. actually <laughs> that is a that is a very yeah, good point uh, Kane hitting mm-hmm. Kadri from behind and then uh, McKinnon taking out Dreisaitl so I don't I, <laughs> I th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they might have to come up with a yeah, new maybe, different yeah. term for hockey. Let's leave <laughs> yeah, that one for yeah. basketball. Something that applies a little bit more uh, in the NBA, perhaps. Uh, certainly after what we saw in game uh, game three. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, you guys, let's flip things over to the Eastern Conference. Lightning minus 175, Rangers plus 145 in game four. Lightning getting on the board with that game three win. It's been a very exciting, closely played series. I think something that you know we expected, something that you guys were certainly talking about before these Eastern Conference finals got going, expected the games to be tight, expected them to be close, expected them to be, or expected the series at least to be defined by the goaltenders, and that uh, has generally played out to script. Dom, we're going to go to you first on this one. What are you expecting? How are you sizing up game four? I I think the Lightning tie it up. I think they showed their resolve in the second half of game three with that comeback win and that amazing last-minute game winner. Uh, I'm a little mad because when they went down 2 nothing, I wanted to live bet the Lightning, but I also did not want to get up off my couch and <laughs> missed, uh, missed the opportunity pretty uh-huh. quickly. I could have done it from my phone, but... I don't know. I, I was a little lazy and I missed out on it and they they did come back and I think that the way they're playing in this series, they're controlling the run of play at 5-5 five and five, as we all expected and to a large degree and we saw that especially in game 3 where they outshot the Rangers like, I don't know what, was like 52-25 to 25 or something like that. So Shesterkin is a very good goalie. He's seen this barrage all season but Vasilevsky is just as good on the other side, and I think from here on out, I, I like the Lightning to just take care of business and be the team we all expect them to be, because they showed exactly that in Game 3, and I I don't have a bet at this price, but I'm pretty close. I'm at minus 181 myself, so if I see something in the minus 170 range, I'll probably play the Lightning, but not at, not at this price. Well, there's a big wild card too, and that's mm-hmm. Braden Point is progressing. And um, I, you know, just saw a tweet from our colleague Joe Smith, who said that Point skated in four of the last five games, and it might not be completely out of the realm of possibility that he plays in Game Four, and that would be a huge addition for the Lightning. Obviously, uh, one of their best playoff performers throughout their run to two Stanley Cups. So. That's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, we're taping here on Monday morning, and we're probably not going to get any sort of definitive answers on point until Tuesday morning, if that. Um, but it's it's something to keep an eye on. So if you do like the Lightning, it might be good to get them now uh, because if point comes back, I would think that line's only going to become more lopsided in favor of Tampa. So, But I, I agree with Dom. I, I think the Lightning are going to tie it up. and. You know, the Rangers, they, they might, there's just, I think there's a sense already that they might have needed to close that out to hold on to that 2 nothing lead in order to win this series because the Tampa team we were all sort of waiting to see in the series finally showed up over those last 30 minutes or whatever it was, and, and they just were dominant in the third period. And I don't think there's momentum that goes game to game, but I do think that the Lightning are going to be able to at least bottle up what they did over the, over the second half of that game and, and probably start 
game four the same way. And, and that's a scary proposition if you're the Rangers right Sitting now. Sitting here as the host of this show and uh, not having a play on the game myself, I certainly uh, will be pulling for the Lightning because if we get a 2-2 uh, reset in that Eastern Conference Finals, we'll have plenty to talk about the next time the three of us get together. Not only game five of that series, especially because by the time we end up talking about that, Western Conference might be over, but not only game five of that series, but resetting the overall odds when we get down to a two out of three, resetting uh, what those teams are sized up against for the uh, Stanley Cup Finals with uh, the Avalanche potentially having already moved on would give us a lot more fodder, certainly, if the Lightning even things up rather than the Rangers taking a 3-1 to one lead. So uh, the showrunner in me would certainly like to see that happen. Hopefully you guys are right. And when we do get back together, we are looking at a 2-2 series in the East. That will do it for this episode of Best on the Board. Thank you so much for being with us. For Kevin and Dom, I am Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. See you. Oh,